to a previously on episode with Girls Interrupting. I am here with my co-host, Beatrice. Yes, hello. Monica. It's very hot. <laughs> and Shelby. Hi. And we read uh, Saga, Volume 6, um, with art by Fiona Staples, and it is by Brian K. Vaughn. It has been quite some time since we've read these. I have missed this universe. Yeah. Right. I think it's been two years since we read for the for the podcast. That is right, right. insane. It is. Because it is so good. Like, we need to make better choices. Better life yes. choices in general. And I need all of you listener type people to write in and remind us of this. <laughs> um, Just every six months or so. you know how hard it is for us to pick out titles to read all the time. Which, by the way, if you have know. suggestions... We mm-hmm. would love it, and we would probably read it the next month. Absolutely. You know why? Because that takes away a decision we have to make. Mm-hmm. Uh, decisions are terrible and hard, and we don't like them. Right. Yep. Yes. So, anyway, tell us to read Saga all the time, um, because we missed it, and mm-hmm. we love it, and it hits us right in the feels every single time. It had been yeah. so long that I started reading episode, volume five again, and I'm reading it, and I'm like, man, this seems kind of familiar, but not super familiar. And I saw the brand, and I was like... Oh, I thought something terrible had happened to the brand. No, I guess I misremembered that. And then I was like, as soon as as soon as she got bit in half, I was like, Oh no, I already read this. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, I definitely read most of this, but I hadn't read the like last two mm-hmm. issues, and so I had, I think, because I I actually it's on my pull list, so that's even more pathetic. But I don't read it. <laughs> um, just piles. It's so much easier to read in a in a collected volume, though. I, yeah, I wait yeah. until the the library has almost everything we read that we can just check out, and I forget. I'm like, oh, I need to buy the individual issues mm-hmm. on Comicsology or or you know whatever. Well, when I say pull list, it's Comicsology yeah. pull list. So it just literally is just sitting in my digital yeah whatever. Yeah, at least it's not taking up space. You're just like going to the store. Yeah, buying. I'm just spending you know three dollars <laughs> a month on nothing. <laughs> you get that email and you're like, yeah, I'm definitely gonna read that. Mm-hmm. It happens. No, oh my God, I do the same thing with um, like <laughs> like fanfics on Ao3 that I'm so subscribed to. My I see mark the to, come in. my mark for later is so many, so many. <laughs> so many, and I have a full inbox of like I subscribe to stuff that wasn't finished, and it's just chapter after chapter because I'm like I'm not reading you till you're done. I will not be sucked <laughs> into a whip. Yeah, so then I like, and then I go to the bookstore, or I'm like Shelby got me on to thrift books, uh-huh. where I can buy a book for less than four dollars, yeah, and then right. like I'm just like, oh, it's on sale for three sixty nine, purchase, <laughs> and I just have like a fat stack of uh, those, and I have like five unlistened to audiobooks mm-hmm. in Audible. I found three books at the bookstore yesterday that I put in my audio Audible wish list, and I found two more that I put in my Amazon to buy wish list. Wish list. We have a problem. We Seriously. absolutely have a problem. However, Saga needs to be on top of that goddamn list. That's right. Yes. Because okay. you guys, they are reunited and... It feels so good! It feels so good. Okay, guys, I was completely stressed because <laughs> I thought they were going to do the thing, you know, because her uh, kindergarten teacher or whatever mm-hmm. is like, I'm going to rescue you. Mm-hmm. At the same fucking time, they finally find her. I, I know. know! And I'm like, oh, I cannot deal. Like, if, if she escapes right before this, Marco I, shows up... I'm going to be beside myself and really not okay. Uh, luckily, Frankie Vaughn. I like how she skipped all the way to the end. <laughs> yeah, you know, but it, it's 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 a testament, I think, to the building of the characters from one volume to the next, where, you know, like the, um, 
I can't remember the name, but the lady that was the in the rebellion in Volume Five, and now is in is in the the prison with the grandmother, and now she's like, oh, she's an auntie, you know, she's yeah, a friend, yeah. and it's like, mm-hmm. um, and that how that all builds. I think it, it it goes against expectations, and especially for the the teacher, I thought there was might have been something sinister, you know, mm-hmm. or or like she was gonna fail, but she, she ended up just being kind of a good hearted person trying to do the right thing, and I don't know what it is with this book; it's just unexpected. Nice. I, I love the weird side characters, like the bear doctor. Who's <laughs> <laughs> just walking around. Yeah. He's like a bear doctor, walking around. Yeah, I, I want a bear doctor, obviously. Or the pig. Yes. Pig lady. That's great, lady. too. Who was secretly Isabel the whole time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was worried that Isabel wouldn't still be there. And Me then she was does. there, and I was like, oh, hi. I was so excited she was there. Yeah. Well, in the way that the, the, the that it's written, you have this kind of, you know, because it's definitely her Hazel telling the story from way in the future, and the way she's kind of wistful about certain things, you're like, oh, my first babysitter, or this and that, and you're the kind of like... teacher. Yeah, and I'm always like, oh, that means, oh, they're in the past and they're not going to be around that long, and so when you see them stick around, I get excited, because yeah. I feel like I'm trying to play against what I assume is foreshadowing, and it might not be. Um, I really liked the, the line that, that Hazel remarks on um, that, that that was one line that stuck with her, where the teacher tells her, you know, books are great, but if you think you can get all of life's information from one book, then you haven't read enough books. Yeah. I thought that was a nice, subtle dig at, at people who only quote the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but I also think, like, it just reminds me of those random-ass lessons that you remember from, like, one teacher from mm-hmm. a long time mm-hmm. ago that, for whatever reason, was the only thing that stuck. Mm-hmm. And it just made it, it's very, it feels very teachery, mm-hmm. you know, and it, that made it seem really real. And in a way that, like, this this story is so out there sometimes, and it can, br- it brings you back with lines like that, exactly. to, like, it's just, like, that universal tale. Well, even when she's just saying, you know, in her, that we're more alike than anything mm-hmm. else, mm-hmm. right? She's like, the thing we have, and, you know, the reason why we fight is because we're too much alike. Right. Oh, right. that is so true. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because we're, we're, we're too stubborn. We're too, we won't listen to other people and we know that we're right. Right. Like Gus? Oh, Gus. <laughs> oh my god, I really wanted him to just murder everybody. Like, <laughs> wouldn't that have been great? Gus and Frendo, I was, like, really upset. I really happy. I really enjoyed when, um, Alana, Elena, Alyssa, Alana. Alana. Alana and Marco got back to the planet and they're like, hey, anybody here? And they're like, oh, we dropped them here. They couldn't have gone anywhere. I was like, oh no. And then the second Gus and Brendo shows up, Alyssa's like, Brendo! Mm-hmm. And like they like hugged and I was like, yay, we're all friends yeah, still. Yeah. Except for Robot Farm. Prince Robot, yeah. He's Prince Robot's always been. Can we good. talk, for real, I feel like we're skirting this, can we talk about Fat the Will? Was <laughs> <laughs> well, not expecting that. It makes me so happy. And made me so happy. Um, it's like Fat Lee from Fat Apollo! The only version of Apollo I enjoyed. Fat Apollo. <laughs> Wait, who else is the other one? The Betty from Mad Men. Fat Betty! Brian, no, I was Brian thinking Wolf. about no the one Oh, Fat Russell Crowe from yes. the Nice Guys? Yes. <gasps> Too bad. It's just I love when That's they true. do things like that because he's clearly gone off the deep end. Oh, wait. He's, he's, he's in a bad He's place. a depressed individual barely scraping by. Who and so he's help? he's working with Sweet Boy, and maybe I missed it, but what happened with Lion Cat? Okay, I missed I him, too. I was wondering, too. But she may or may not be alive. Is oh, that she, Lion Cat with that guy? Yeah, she's with some other guy. But she has both her eyes. Oh. 
Yeah, no, I no, because that, that was a, a pink one, wasn't it? Oh. Yeah, I assume that was a different Lion Cat. That's a different Lion Cat. They're all the same. Our Lion Cat. But I don't know what happened to our Lion Cat. I don't remember. I mean, she could be with um, Sophie. <gasps> yes. Oh. oh that's right. Yep. Yes. She, Sophie, and the ex all ran off to do something together. Right. Right. Gwendolyn. Because, yes. yeah, Gwendolyn got hurt but didn't die in the yes. encounter with the dragon, right? right? And they went to go do something. Something. Mm. Thank God. I was like, if Lion Cat is dead, I'm going to lose No, my there's chance. no way. There's no way. Problem. They had that scare a few volumes ago. And... She went out the window. Yeah. Luckily, she survived. She's yep. fine. She's strong. Um, also, I like Marco and Alana being back together. Yeah. Uh, they are so lovely. And, of course, the big thing, the very last <laughs> issue. They're having another baby! Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, They're little faces, too, at that. That, the, you know, I feel like I take the art on this series for granted because it's so consistently, like, brilliant that I, I don't even like notice how good it is and I feel like an asshole well it's because you're so into it because mm -hmm. it like just immerses you in the world mm -hmm. in a way that very few artists can do mm -hmm. yeah. because the, the character design obviously is elite it's it's insane like, oh, it's yeah. nothing like yeah. I've never read anything with such good character design yeah. before and especially mm -hmm. the subtle changes that she made to mm -hmm. everyone you know fat five years later you know yeah. is not that much of it but she did make changes Alana to looks older exactly. she's got different hair Margo's like different mm -hmm. yeah. you know like there's subtle changes to everyone even the baby she still looks like Hazel but she's older yeah right. exactly and, and like it's not easy no, to do it's not. Mm -hmm. I think um Though, read, I read this one last after our three other readings mm -hmm. for this month. And so by that time, I was definitely ready to appreciate the brilliance of this <laughs> Fair I'll enough. Get to that later. <laughs> but the colors and the mm -hmm. shading and just, well, I love that everyone has different, like, things that we would normally, like, praise on other mm -hmm. books I forget to praise here. Yeah. Because yeah. it's, like, everyone looks different in the background. Mm -hmm. There's yep. not a single character that you're, like, oh, that's just, like, the, the style that right. she uses for this mm -hmm. well, race or whatever. You said character design earlier, and, like, all of the characters get their, I don't know, everyone is fully fleshed out. Mm -hmm. And, like, we haven't seen these people in a while. Like, the two reporters, mm -hmm. last we saw, they just got, like, warned off by the brand, mm -hmm. and they're back. Right. And, like, you can see that they're you know, different and they have a relationship. I don't know. It's just like, well, it's like the way she does that is great. Jenny, the ballet teacher? She mm -hmm. came back and yeah. I was like, oh, that's right. But even her, like the difference between her and her husband mm -hmm. and her daughter. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like you can tell they're the same race, but no one looks like the so same. identical right. that you're like, mm -hmm. which is the problem most sci-fi Right. has is where like okay we have this one character design so everyone's mm -hmm. the same color what book and did we read is, you know what book did we read where all the women looked alike and we could not tell them apart except for hair color it was like a greg land book <laughs> it was like oh, a probably. batman or yeah no, it was like an iron man it, it was something and it was like pepper and everyone looked exactly alike. right and like, we could, could not tell, tell pepper from greg natasha land. i bet you it was iron man we read some iron man we did mm -hmm. and i i'm sure it was greg land because yeah. we were complaining about it but, like, that like versus this, yeah. everyone is different. And you know exactly who you're talking and to. There's, there's nothing wasted. You know, like, I think you were saying, like, the oh, you know, when you can cheat in yeah. the background. But, like, every single character, no matter how long they're on, on screen, mm -hmm. you can see, like, it's, like, it takes hours to design that character well, and draw I think, it in. I think, too, this drives back, this is an image property. Mm -hmm. It's not one of the big three. So, Fiona and... They take their time. They, yep. they take their time. They write them as they write them. It's mm -hmm. not, oh, we have to put out one every mm -hmm. single... It's like, hey, Saga's going to be late this month. Sorry, yep. everyone. 
I like, and also, speaking of things like that, like, I think that Brian K. Vaughn is pretty magical, mm-hmm. obviously. But the subtle way that he gets you caught up with the story, because it's been Without two doing like, years since yes. you read it, but mm-hmm. I didn't feel like it. Right. Yes. Like, I might not have remembered where Lion Cat was, right? But, but that was relevant before everything to the else was. story. Yes. And so, but he subtly, like, through super normal language like it's not it doesn't it's not a weird like, like someone is expositing exactly. just to exposit yeah. you know, they're just, like they're just having conversations like, about what they've like, been oh, doing oh you have a you know a bound spirit right and you know and things like that what people would say they would that, weird yeah and it wouldn't be like oh this but is my ghost you, babysitter hey, that's what this is right. that's why she's here yeah. you know what i mean like the well, subtlety the, of his language is incredible and the groundwork he does pre like every issue so much happens but you can remember it because he's written it so well that you can wait two years and be able to pick up the next one and go, oh, that's fucking right, I remember, because it was so amazing. But the dialogue is mm-hmm. still natural. normal and natural. And, and it, it feels weird? like these people looking really at you, bingo, love, and mm-hmm. yet at the same time, I know exactly what happened. Yeah. Even right, I haven't picked it up in two years. Right, which is such a skill. Yeah, yeah, comes from years. I mean, one of the first non-superhero comics I ever picked up was was Why the Last Man. I was Man. just thinking about Why the Last Man. And you know that was what 10, 15 years ago at this point. Shut and it's your one mouth. of yeah, I know. And it, it, you know it remains one of my favorite comics. But I've been thinking about is, rereading it. Well, I mean... I'm worried about rereading it, if I'm honest with you. But it's something that you can see he grew as a writer in the last however many... And, like, I feel like I'm growing with him as a reader, you know? And so, like, something like that, I don't know, it feels really special. Well, that's why, like, because I loved Why the Last Man. Mm -hmm. That was my real entry into comics. Mm -hmm. Um, I've told this story probably on this (laughs) podcast before, but I got talked into buying all ten volumes at a comic book store because he's like, no, you need them all. I'll be 50% (laughs) off. And I was like... All right, fine, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but then I didn't regret that. It right. was fantastic and wonderful. And the only reason why I'm like worried about rereading it is because you should never revisit things you love from a long time. Right. Because I feel like the brilliance of Saga won't necessarily. I hope it doesn't dim the brilliance of Wonder yeah. Man. You know, and it's it's you know I, I you don't give I don't want to give too many things in the past too much credit, but I think the gender politics between mm-hmm. when that those issues came out. Versus so where they are now. Yeah. I think for its time, it was something really special and revolutionary, but not necessarily now. And I think you have to kind of view it with that eye. Exactly. You exactly. know? And I think it could, but it's yeah. it's one of those things where it's like, maybe we shouldn't touch it. And it's funny because, like, if you had told me now that there's this comic coming out about the world is entirely women except for one dude, I'd be like, oh my god, this is going to be so great. We're going to talk about gender. We're going to talk about this and that. And I think there's a lot of things to be said about it, but I think you would have to do it a lot differently you know, engaging different aspects 100%. of different communities yeah. to, yeah. like, get it right. Speaking of, first trans character that we Yeah. Have, right? That was cool. That was really cool. And seeing it through a child's eyes, you know. And Are just like, we making an assumption here? She could be was, a hermaphrodite. She said she was a woman in her head. Well, no, I know, but I'm saying she could have been born with both. But in her head, she's chosen when you lady. See both, she was born naked. Well... I don't know, I think they flip it inside out to make it necessarily trans uh, because she's not like um, born in the body of like one gender and then feels herself to be a different gender. I thought that was pretty clear. Oh, she came off as a hermaphrodite to me. Oh, I took it as trans. Oh, interesting. Oh, yeah, I think I, I think I also took it as this is how she was born. Yeah, she was born with both. Mm. Boobies and I mean, a I don't know, maybe. But she acts like an outsider, which I thought was really interesting. It's probably because she has both boobies and a peen. Hermaphrodites are not treated well. 
at all. Right, but you could hide that. She's living as a different gender. And, and then, like, the one lady says to her, oh, you still sound like a man, blah, 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 whatever. Lectures like a man. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying she's an outsider because she has both. And she people know about it, obviously, now because she has to shower in front of people. So, um, I, it works both ways. I didn't read it as trans. I read it as she's just born with both. We'll put a pin in it and check it out and see what the, uh, Dear Brian the writer's intent. Yes. Uh, Is this what that meant? <laughs> but I thought I thought she was great. Um, I, I really liked the, the use of language when we can't speak quote-unquote language. Mm-hmm. And we have to sort of piecemeal it together mm-hmm. sort mm-hmm. of the the spanglish version of the two languages mixed together mm-hmm. yeah i had to remind myself to slow down and actually read the sentences as yeah. written right rather than just blurring through it and just and and making context. Yeah. yeah but yeah it was reminding me of uh we're watching luke cage right now and they're uh they have a lot of jamaican characters on there who speak this kind of mishmash of um of english with a lot of jamaican Oh, slang. It's like slang? Jamaican slang. It's like Creole? Jamaican English, where it's like they use Creole culture. They use a lot of Jamaican terms and they use the Jamaican sentence structure, but they speak English. Yeah, so, it was when I was there uh, for vacation a couple of years ago. They, they try to teach you. Yeah, and it's like it's don't a, do that. It's a very specific like set of yeah yeah it's it's it's, a, it's an arrangement of the sentence and so like like different verbs and nouns. Yeah. You just kind of do some things to it to change it to make it. The slang. Yeah. It was a pretty cool, like, language study. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I also like that she's not stupid. I like that Grandma's like, no, I'm starting something here. She's like, fuck this, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, why wouldn't you want to escape from what is basically, like, yeah. a, a concentration camp? Yeah. yeah. I thought that was an interesting choice by uh, by Granny as well. Because, like, in my heart, like, I just want all of the characters in one place being happy together. Mm-hmm. And I get that this is, like, a big space soap opera and that's not going to happen. That's what I want. I'm like, Granny, no, don't stay. Yeah. I actually don't care. <laughs> I don't know. She's all right. Well, well she made her choices. Like, yeah. No, it's true. I enjoyed the years with um, her and Alana getting, to, um, getting to know each other and, like, becoming kind of this unit mm-hmm. after, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a sucker for, you know, found families and yeah. being forced together and, and their, their relationship that they had to develop when Marco was gone. So I was, like, bummed out they didn't get to say goodbye, but also, you know, that's just me being sentimental. Yeah, and I did like the moment before Marco leaves the ship, and he's like, oh, so you don't care about getting your getting my mom back? And she's like, no, of course, I, I love your mom. She made you. <laughs> it was just so sweet. Yeah. It's very sweet. They're adorable. They're very, very I like when she's like, they vowed not to do anything. And the, I read that, and I went, really? I I remember them. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, they did one good thing, and it's Bone Town, USA. And I was like, this feels right. Yeah. This feels right. And I, I liked that it wasn't automatic. You know, they didn't yeah. just reunite and get back together. That they kind of had to earn their way back to I each like other. That, I like that it seems like they got to know each other again. They've been apart yeah. for five years, so they, like, redated each other. Yeah, and they, made, they had made some mistakes with each other. Bad mistakes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't glossed over, and yeah. I like that, too. I like that they talked about it, too. And yeah. You know, they're both in a different place. I like, you know, she says, I forgive you. And he says, you shouldn't. That was terrible. I'll mm-hmm. go to my grave regretting it. And she's like, you don't tell me what I forgive. And I was yeah. like, yeah, bro, that's not your business. Yeah. I, yeah, I like that, that she says out loud that she's forgiven him, which I thought was really nice. Um, mm-hmm. Because that lets me, as the reader, forgive him as well. Mm-hmm. Right. And Which is great, because, like, I don't want to be mad at Marco. I don't want to be right. mad at Marco. I mean, I think they treated it really well. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Definitely felt the gravity of all that. Well, it felt earned, too. Like, she was pretty pissed when it happened. He was fucked up when it happened. So, you know, it's been five years. They've been running around together. It I think it's only sense. been, like, two years. 
Two years. They so. run around together. Why do I keep thinking it's five? I don't know. Mm. Okay, sorry. Why don't you guys know my brain? <laughs> no, let's not share brain space. <laughs> you wouldn't like it in here. It's just... Nobody wants to it. Well, anyway, if you are like us and you haven't read it in, I don't know, two years, or if you remember what happened in, um... Okay! (laughs) Volume 6. It's a good job. Let us know. Send us a tweet. Um, at Get Interrupted. You can bug us on the Facebook page. Um, or you can send us an email, too, at getinterrupted at gmail.com. Um, and if you like us, you can rate us Five stars. Five stars. Wine. Snack. Great. Great. Night of the Living Peak.